0: There is hope for Nigeria with what is going on here. Give the Lord praise, give him praise, give him praise. I have traveled the length and breadth of this country. And I'm sorry, and I'm sorry, and I say this with respect to all our generals, I'm yet to enter a place where God's presence is tangible like this. The problem is that sometimes the people who have the content are not the ones making the noise. And the ones who don't have the content are the ones who have all the hypes making noise. Is the truth? Is the truth? Organizational leadership and marketing and branding have superseded the substance. You don't know how blessed you are to be in this kind of place. I honor you, sir. I'm like somebody who came home. And I'm so grateful to be here. And I honor the first lady, Pastor Emmy. I was in your country. We finished ministering. I was coming back with Pastor Sarah. That's where we met first. I will see you, pictures. But on that flight from Kenya back to Nigeria with Apostle. I'm so glad. I'm so glad to be here. Let's lift up our hands. Heavenly Father, thank you. Not just for bringing me here to speak, but for bringing me here to experience Azusa. Thank you for the terrific heritage that we have. And you have preserved it. You have preserved it. Thank you for your presence that is in this place. Truly, this is a house of prayer. This is a house of praise. This is a house of worship. This is a place of divine encounter. Jacob said, this is the house of the Lord and I didn't know it. Because like the vision he saw is the same vision you are showing me tonight. A gate going on from here into the heavens and the angels of God ascending and descending everyone who is not aware of where they are open their eyes and i speak not only for those here present but for the thousands and millions that are watching by social media by internet by television and radio and whatever means that moment when jacob's eyes was open brought a turnaround in his life and destiny tonight whatever baggages and problems and loads that people came here with by your outstretched arm let them be set free from it lord speak tonight speak with that voice that quickens and raises the dead speak with that voice that divides the flames of fire but yet speak with such simplicity that even a baby will understand. Open our eyes to the mysteries of your will and what you have in store for the church in the last days. Confirm your word as it goes forth in every life. That your name be glorified like you have always done. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Good evening, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> My God, if, if that's what I've been missing all these years. I didn't know. You know, I went to the same school with the apostles, they had tilled the campus. He was at the front line of a major move of God that happened. I went to a new campus to study medicine, but didn't end up in the medical school. I left. Now I moved to the main campus in Suka. I ended up studying industrial chemistry. By the time we arrived, they had tilled the whole place. We just rode on the labor that they have done. That was my first time. Reports of His apostolic work started as far back as then. Then, years later, I started visiting nations in Eastern Europe. And when I first landed, places like Ukraine and all that, I I was shocked. Latvia, all those countries. And these were iron countries, countries held by communism communism fell, and God was looking for bulldozers to use to clear the way and open the door for the harvest of those nations. And he came to Nigeria and picked a man. I don't mind if I don't get to my message. I have two sessions. Tomorrow morning, I'm going to talk about the Holy Spirit, and we're going to release impartation, especially on the young people. You open the door, pave the way on the subject of revival. You notice that you don't have many people. You don't have, I don't even know who. Talking about that. I have vowed that that stream will not dry. And it will not dry in my generation. It will not happen. It will not happen. Not even in my generation. I've made sure that that will not happen. These things that you have preached, taught, prayed for, labored for. There are two mountains when it comes to revival. And I need to say something about that first. I use the story of Elijah to do that. One is Mount Carmel. The other is Mount Horeb. Mount Carmel is where Elijah went when he called fire down from heaven. Mount Horeb is where he ran to when Jezebel started pursuing him. In every ministry, in every minister's life, in every believer's life, those two mountains shows up. The Lord showed it to me first from his own life and ministry, because he didn't stay long. He only stayed for three years. Three and a half years. The first mountain is where you pay the price to bring down the rain, to bring down the fire, to bring down revival, And that price has never changed. The things of God does not go up in price. It does not come down in price. It's still the same price. Any generation that rediscovers it, pays the same price all over again, will have the same result because God has not changed. Is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Sometimes when a generation comes up and they are facing difficult challenges, just like what we are facing now, we think is unique. Elijah rose up at a time when a whole nation was backslidden. And The political leadership had gotten so corrupt and so evil and wicked. And they led the whole nation into idolatry. And uh, the king at that time, by the name of Ahab, had a wicked wife, first lady, that was a sorcerer by the name of Jezebel. She promoted all kinds of atrocities in Israel. And of course, finally, they started going after men of God. They went after men of God. They said they them until a time when Elijah actually thought he was the only one left. God found a way to hide a remnant. Because right in the government house, there was an essay to the, <laughs> the king at that time. Obadiah was his name. But he was a man that feared God. So he took a group of prophets, hundred of them, hid them in one cave and he would get food, feed them in the morning, feed them in the evening. He took another hundred, hid them in another cave. And I'm sure that hundred in one cave thought they were the only ones left. They didn't know that just like God used of Diah, he was using some other people, that God hid over seven, about 7,000 men like that. So Elijah thought he was the only one. But of course, he went back to history. Because anytime you want to rediscover a lost heritage, you go back to history. <laughs> Can I borrow three young guys? They have to be males and young. Young, three young guys. Can I borrow? Yes, come up, come up on stage. My, my boss that sang, come, 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 come. I, I, I'm not using any criteria except colors to separate. Now I have white, I have blue. So what will I have? Let's use you because you have a unique color. That's what I'm, I just chose, nothing else. Come, come, stand here. You, you will be in the center. Stand here. Yes. And the other man, stand here. These three people represent the whole Bible. These are the three things you find in the Bible. Just give a little gap. Three things you find in the whole Bible. Because I was talking to you that there are two mountains. The first mountain is where you pay the price to bring revival. And there are three things in the whole Bible. Here is history. History. This place is prophecy. And in the center are principles. History is the past. The Bible, one third of the Bible is history. Prophecy is about the future, where we are headed. Principles is about how to live in the present. Why you are heading into the destiny that God has for you. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? Whenever we are trying to reach into the future and the plan of God for our lives, we need to go back to history to find how he did it in the past and learn the secret. Anytime we bring back those secrets, put them to work, the God repeats a move. Revival has a secret in history. That's why I was amazed at what was going on here. Of course, when I leave tomorrow, I'm going to take that video with me. It has to be played in Dominion City. Because the man has the secrets. Somebody was actually a question. Where be all his miracles which our fathers told us of? Until your hearts are crying like that, you will see a fresh thrust of the move of God in your life. Elijah has to go back to Moses to learn how to bring fire down from heaven. You see that technology he displayed on Mount Carmel was not new. As far back as the time of Adam when his first two boys offered a sacrifice to god cain and abel god received the sacrifice of abel and rejected the sacrifice of cain do you know how god shows when he has received a sacrifice he sends fire down it is still the technology of heaven it has not changed when prayers is accepted what does god send down when worship reaches heaven, what does God send down? If there is no fire on the altar, I don't mean man-made fire. I go, I travel, especially western country these days, and of course it's here in Lagos. You know Lagos, anything in America, is that water that divides us and them You call it Atlantic, anything in America you find here so worship time there is smoke they have all this smoke and all that and it is cardboard i won't mind if you put up man-made snow, smoke but there is glory but the problem is a cardboard the glory has departed so we create smoke to show a resemblance of worship that the glory has filled the temple, because that's what ha- is this. What is going on here now? That's what is going on here. The first thing I'm sensitive to, because I, I'm like foam. I, my heart, everything about me yearns for God's presence. That's where I want to live. That's where I want to die. Because nothing really dies there. Nothing. Nothing nothing if there was death, bring it in there, it will come back to life you remember when there was contest over who is the priest who is the authentic priest Moses asked them to bring dead woods eh? dead woods dry sticks and he asked for Aaron's family to bring one and everybody He said, just allow it to stay in the presence of God overnight, just keep it there don't pour water you're not planting. This is not. You don't pour water. There is water that flows from the throne. There's a river that flows from it. Just keep it there overnight. When they came in the morning, it's not just that the plant came to life. It has budded. It has flower. It has grown fruit overnight. How fruit overnight? How long does it even take for you to plant, to water, for finally the tree to grow to germinate? to develop flower, to grow. This one did it overnight. Everyone say overnight. That's, I prophesied to you, that's what is happening with you as you are in here. In the mighty name of Jesus, every death thing in your life is coming back to life. Every death thing in your destiny is coming back to life. Dead marriages are coming back to life. Dead visions are coming back to life. Dead anointings are coming back to life. Dead ministries are coming back to life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Jacob said, this is the house of the Lord. This is the gate of heaven. And I didn't know it. And I sense that there are some people who have been here. And they didn't know where they were. So you take it for granted. Those of us who travel will tell you the scarcest thing now in the church is the presence of God. We have entertainment. We have dancing. We have comedies now. We have physical smoke. We have all kinds of things. What is missing is fire on the altar. What is missing And Jezebel will not bow till there is fire. Baal will not bow till fire falls. Israel will not come back to God till there is fire. Elijah said, the God that answers by fire, let him be God. With that demonstration of a price that has been paid in the secret, in the place of prayer and fasting. A nation was turned back to God. But then, because I've been there, if you know my story, you know I've had that burden for the youths of Nigeria. And um, a season came when we, we, we paid the price. We went to, did exactly what Elijah did. <laughs> Did what Jesus did. It was 40 days he spent in the wilderness. The price is still prayer. The price is still fasting and self-denial. The price is still consecration. It has not changed. Do you want the living fire of God on you? That's what it takes. But then we started, and a lot of things happened. God gave us, you know, degrees of victories. But somewhere along the line, He's really talking to us about the second mountain. Because, of course, like Elijah, if that fire comes on you, and you stick out your neck to be used by God, and you stick out your neck to go against the normal tide when everybody's going after false prophet you want to become authentic if you stick out your neck the kingdom of darkness will mark you out and then all of a sudden they will start and what did they use people wherever god raises an elijah hell raises a jezebel Did you hear what I just said? Hell has a counter strategy. And if you're alone, the lone voice crying in the wilderness, you are John the Baptist crying for revival, crying for a restoration. But John the Baptist was carrying the spirit of Elijah. Whenever God raises a John the Baptist. Hell raises a Herodias. Herodias is a New Testament Jezebel. It's the same old anointing just on another woman. Because there are no new devils. Satan cannot create anything. He only took some angels from heaven. There are no new devils. Everyone's devil is his father's devil. I don't think you heard me. You say, I don't know what's happening. Study your father. You know where your problems are coming from. So if you collect the mantle of Elijah, better study Elijah's battles. I don't think you're hearing me. John the Baptist should have done that. He should have done that. You should have gone back. Since I am now operating in the spirit of a revivalist. I'm carrying the mantle of general that has passed. The spirit of judgment now made perfect. The man ascended in fire. I need to study what ba- were his contests, What were his battles. So that I told you, you go back in history to find the wisdom to deal with the future. Or to find the wisdom to deal with the present. People repeat history because they don't learn from it. The mistakes of history. People repeat the mistakes of history because they don't learn from it. So now, God is starting a new move of God. And he raises two men. First, John. And later, Jesus. (laughs) And two of them had connection with Elijah. Jesus had both with Elijah and Moses. John had with Elijah. And so, Satan resurrected Jezebel. And now, revival just finished. A whole nation has been turned back to God. And it's time for the man of God to get the needed rest. A lot of fasting, a lot of prayer went on before that thing you saw. The Bible said that man was a man of like passion like us. But he prayed earnestly that he would not rain. And God suspended rain for three and a half years. Then he prayed earnestly. And God brought rain after he brought down fire. It's time for the man to rest, and recover before he moves to the next assignment. But that's not what happened. The message was sent to him. By this time tomorrow, your head, your neck is off. Your head is off your neck. You are the dead man. I'm going to do to you what you did to the prophets of Baal. I want to warn all of you who are men, be careful when you are going for a revival, you leave your wife at home. That's the mistake of Ahab. Because when God is moving you and you leave Madame behind, when you come back many a time what you see it will drag or get back to her level Do you know why gravity works in the advantage of the one that is under if somebody's inside a pit and you're on top and you're trying to pull him out you better get some form of support system because gravity is helping him so that two people will not end up in the pit The easiest way to solve the problem bring her because all of you were vaccinated now that fire is falling get her where the fire is falling let her get the experience and of course in the case of ananias and sapphira it was two vaccinated couple always coming late to church two of them died and perished in the midst of a revival and if you are madam, that is always going for a revival Make sure you carry your children. Don't leave them behind because Satan will use them to pay you for all the things you did to him. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And make sure you pray or get back to the altar. And wisely and lovingly influence him. You can't force him. Now. Oh, oh. A man will end up in the church his wife attends if she is a woman of wisdom and meekness. It's a law. Adam did not eat the forbidden fruit because he didn't know the truth. He went between this lady and God and said, let me go with the one I can see. Women are very powerful. They just need training on influence. And so the Lord had to teach me. Had to teach me the next level. That there is igniting of revival. That is Mount Camel. There is the sustaining of revival. That's Mount Horeb. Because the journey is a long journey. When Elijah started running, he was now running for his life. He didn't, you know, Jezebel said, I want her, your head. And he started running. Halfway, he got tired, so he slept. And then he started praying, God, kill me. You might not know how many great men of God have prayed that prayer. You might not know behind the public ministry you see and the exploits and other how many times of tears in the secret place. And what I have discovered over the years is that those wounds that break men of God before and, and break are wounds they sustain in the hands of people that are trying to help. And in many cases, people that they helped. The people that frustrated Moses were the same people that he went to Egypt to bring out. Never you do that. Never. No matter the circumstance. And the global audience, forgive me just for two minutes. Let me speak in tongues, in a kind of vernacular. In Dubai, it is time for us to learn, it's time for us to grow up. You fight your own fathers, you fight your own pastors, you fight your own apostles, you fight every Moses God sends to help you. A generation that fights their Moses dies in the wilderness. It's time for us to wake up and learn. We are repeating the mistakes of history. After killing your Elijah, guess where you end up? Prophets of Baal. Always false prophets. The one God sends to you, you take for granted. God blesses you, you come when you are struggling. You will be nurtured, you become a multi-millionaire, you are doing well, you carry the money and go and give Baal's profit. You like to sponsor what is from abroad, what is from other, and despise your own. After all these 50 years, it's time to wake up and learn. When you fight your Moses, you shut the aircraft down that is meant to carry you over to your destiny. Did you hear what I just said? The Bible said when God brought the children of Israel out of Egypt, he bore them on eagles' wings. So what type of eagle? This is a Boeing. This is Airbus. Not Airbus 360. Because this is Airbus transporting three million people from Egypt to the promised land. Guess who that eagle was? Moses. The Moses generation shot down their own aircraft. They thought they were it, it's only the pilot that would die. And three million people perish in the wilderness, except two people. If I tell you what I've seen studying church history, they will shoot it down, go somewhere else, and pretend that they've joined the place. Waste all the resources they are giving to build that ministry there, and they will never get the right of sonship because it's where God places you that He puts your blessing and your inheritance. You cannot kill your Elijah. And get double double portion from Moses. Inheritance come from your father. I don't think you're hearing me. They that are planted in the house of God. Will flourish. Planted. Not transplanted. Planted. 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 It's only in the nursery you do transplanting. It's allowed when you're a baby. You're still wandering up and down. But a time comes where you settle down. Old men still wandering up and down. After how many years? You are still moving up and down. The Bible says it's good that their heart be established in grace. Not with those meats, which those that have occupied themselves with have nothing to show. It hasn't profited them. It's talking about doctrines. Every new thing that comes, you t- you put your head there. Because I have noticed. Permit me one minute of this vernacular tongue. the by spirit of prostitution in religion. It's time for it to end. Because they that are planted will bear fruit even in old age. He said, meet them in old age. They will still be flourishing. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? I have a farm. You know, in Abuja, I'm building a farm. So, and there was some trees we wanted to start giving us fruit immediately. So, we went to bring a big mango tree. Uprooted it. To uproot it, you have to cut off tap roots. We brought bulldozers, bulldozers, brought it out from the ground. We brought it to the farm. I want instant mango. We went and brought, I don't know what they call it in English, cherry or what? Udara. Big tree. I didn't want patience to grow it. Brought it, put it there. I don't need to tell you what happened. They all died. <laughs> if, if you go when there are still babies, nursery, you can do that too. That's that age. When I was a child, I thought like a child. A time comes when you you, you grow up. <laughs> Don't worry, my friends who are listening. You see, there is a epistle to the Romans, a epistle to the Galatians. Epistle. God has message for every people group and to every church too. So sometimes if they are writing to the Galatians, learn from it. Don't think you are being excluded. I hope I have balanced something. Mm -hmm. Mount Horeb is where you sustain revival. And I'm only going to deal with one of the three pillars for sustenance. (laughs) I don't need to tell you that what you did to ignite is what you must keep doing to sustain. The day prayer stops. The day anointed praise and worship stops. The day consecration stops. Watch what happens to fire. It becomes ash. It becomes where God used to be. Where God used to move. (laughs) So, an angel appeared to Elijah. Elijah where he was tired and sleeping and woke him up and say, here is food, eat, for the journey is far. Oh my God. And I'm sure Apostle Anselm can tell you that. When we took off on the campus, I thought it was just a dash, 100 meters. I thought it was just a dash. And we hit it. The whole world is already won because God was showing us visions of winning the world and nations and all that. And then I thought it was just, of course, in those days, I used to say it this way. Go into all the world, reach every nation. I thought by the time I go from the hostel, Issa Kaita to Six flat, to up campus, I have covered the whole world. This campus ministry. When I finished with that level, came out to realize that there is a bigger world out there. He said, eat, for the journey is far. Listen my friend. And this weekend is a weekend of eating. For the next 10 years advancement. God is going to be sending prophetic words, ramble words to people here in this conference. Because the journey is far. Revival is not a 100 meter dash. If it's going to last, it needs to be sustained. And so, we have to learn the rhythm of grace. The rhythm of grace. You want to go from here to that door. You can't just jump there. You do half circle. You know every time you move is half a circle. Then you complete it full circle. Two steps is one 360. One step is 180 degrees. Then you do another half circle and complete it. Then you do another half circle and complete Watch the whole of nature. You see dry season, rainy season. You see night and day. There is a rhythm that keeps the thing flowing. If you exhaust and burn out all your oil, burn out, you end up like the foolish virgin. While you are burning, be resupplying. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? Some of you, God, start using you. You can't sit down in church anymore and listen. Some of you, one small blessing. You are now traveling to China, traveling everywhere. Nobody can see you again. You will soon dry up, my friend. We have seen enough of people like you. Stay planted while your leaves are growing all over the world. Stay planted. I'm sent by God with these words. God has joy in the prosperity of his servant. God doesn't want his children to go up and go down. No, 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 he's not happy with that. Just like you're not happy when your children are not doing well in their business, in their career. You're not happy when they sack your children. You're not happy when they lose their job or when they fail exam. God is not happy. So don't think... There are things we do that disconnect us from grace. So one of those pillars about sustaining revival, that's where I'm going so I can come to three of you and then we we'll come close. <laughs> is that Mount Horeb is the place where you transfer the mountain to, to the next generation. If you keep it only on yourself, Satan will keep the target on you till he shuts it down. The way to be able to take this thing to another level, take that fire that came from heaven and pass the torch to as many people as possible. And that's what I learned. after running alone for a while. <laughs> of course, with a few brothers, you know. And I realize no matter who you are, we are all expendables. You can imagine I gave my life to Christ at the age of 12, scripture union, secondary school led the fellowship and the revival we had in secondary school. We went to the university, took the thing to another level. And then we graduated the era of church planting and all kinds of, all that thing started. Apostle, inside me, I'm that young boy who had an encounter with Jesus. But I look at my body. His exercise though and Pastor Sarah's control measure with dieting have kept me physically fit but I look I see things happening fast and I'm wondering ah, what's going on we used to do a lot of mountain climbing and running and these days I tried to do it uh, my body gives me some signs whether you like it or not you are aging and these young people that you neglect are going to take over everything you've built. They will take over our churches. Let me talk to Nigerian Christian leaders. They will take over our society. They will take over the government, the senate. They will take over the businesses. If they are the ones that are going to be on the steering in the future, then we better give them attention now. They will be the ones piloting these aircrafts. Days are coming. Moses will not be flying that aircraft. It will be Joshua. And it was at Mount Horeb when Elijah got there. God said, why are you here? What are you doing here? As if he didn't know. But you are the one that sent Angel on the way. To give him food. And you told him the journey is far. So this took another 40 days of fasting to get there. I want to teach us a secret. Don't waste forty days of fasting before you learn these secrets. It's not that you don't need fasting, brother. Revival fasting is how we sustain it. Prayer brought it. Prayer is how we sustain it. Consecration brought it. Consecration is how we keep it. But don't waste forty days fasting just to come and get this revelation. What is the revelation? Very simple. God said, I need three men. You know, the other time you are representing history, principle, and prophecy. Now, the illustration has changed. Eh? Part B of this movie. It's three parts. Once I show the third part, now it's over. one of the easiest ways to help people get it when you use both pictures and words. He said, I need three men. I need one to represent ministry gifts. I need another to represent political leadership. I need another to represent economic leadership. He said, Elijah, the problem you are facing is not only coming from the religious front there were problems from the religious front the prophets of Baal but you have dealt with that so raise one man by the name of Elisha pass that mantle of the prophetic on him to pick on the mantle and keep going and let him keep because there are still so much to be done and then he passed the mantle to Elisha and Elisha took it to another level he started the school of prophets of course his master started that too but he took it to another level but then the Lord said Elijah you also have problem coming from the political sector you can see Ahab and Jezebel it's not enough that you have raised authentic men of God we have to get right political leadership in Israel And we'll have to Okay, let me reserve that till tomorrow. I can leave that bomb and run. And the way to do it if you won't have to keep having this conversation year after year, every four years, the same problem, every eight years, the same problem, Nigerian church listening. That same anointing on you pass it on a couple of young men that are in, who will be sent out into public service into the political sector. You see now, Elijah had to do the preaching, had to do the praying, had to do the fasting, but when it was time to execute justice, to do the job of the judiciary, to throw somebody into prison, to execute some criminals, Elijah had to take the sword and start killing these criminals, Professor of and that's why government is not looking for him to arrest him. He killed people. But God is saying there is another ministry that has legitimate authority to arrest criminals. They have legitimate authority to change policies. They have legitimate authority to execute this thing. If you have raised them, all you have done is give instruction. So your job will be to call the fire, empower a jehu and then jehu we do that if the man of god needs security in his house jehu we send an army to protect the church send an army to protect the house of the man of god and not turn pastors into soldiers because this work is divided is somebody hearing what i'm saying That same anointing that produces an Elisha is the same anointing that produces a Jehu. It's the same electricity that makes your fridge cool. It's the same electricity that makes your gas cooker heat up. It's the same electricity that makes your bulb give light. It's just about conversion and application. Don't think that the anointing is only for those in ministry. There is anointing for political dominion. There is anointing for influence in the society. Can I hear somebody say amen? Amen. Do you know that when they arrested Jesus, the 12 apostles he raised, nobody could find them. They couldn't help. Nobody could speak for him. It was a businessman by the name of Joseph of Arm, but he had influence. He walked up to the governor and said, "Release his body to me." He was the one that provided a grave nobody had been buried in to bury him. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? When you have a calling in the social sector, when you have a calling out there in the media, when you have a calling out there in the society, don't come to church and think you are useless. You are our Jehu. You are the second sword with which God advances his purpose and his kingdom. Can I hear somebody say amen? Just go submit to the apostle and tell him, anoint this. (laughs) Go and pay the same price and let the Holy Ghost come upon you. It's not you come to church on Sunday morning, cross your leg, when they come for prayer meeting, they say it's not for you. They call for as I say it's not for me. (laughs) Go ask David what it takes to have political dominion. He was anointed three times. And each level, each Anointing takes him to a level. The next one propelled him to a higher level. The final one gave him national influence. So God at Mount Horeb. You see, in Mount Carmel they don't talk to you about succession. But in Horeb, that's the revelation that you get in Horeb. In Carmel you get revelation: how to ignite the fire. <laughs> Because I was telling you, even as far back as Abel, that thing that made Cain know his brother's sacrifice was accepted, his own, it was fire. And if you watch many of the prophets of old, watch Moses especially, he was a prophet of fire long before Elijah. Leviticus chapter nine, verse six. <laughs> this is what the lord commands that you do this is moses talking and moses is teaching this technology to aaron this is what the lord commands that you do and anytime you do it what will happen the glory of the lord will appear elijah had to go and learn this i have been to that school i have seen (laughs) and that's how we're able to make cities and nations bow. Doesn't matter what the kind of forces or principalities that are holding it. This is what the Lord commands that you do. Whenever you do it, the glory of the Lord will appear. So I said, Lord, what exactly is that? He said to me, you should go and study Exodus from chapter 19 to 24 and see where Moses did all the things we're talking about. But right here, he explained what it is. Look at it, verse 7. Go to the altar. Do You see, Moses said to Aaron, go to the altar. Offer thy sin offering, thy bond offering. They make atonement first for yourself and make for the people. When they make this sacrifice, they don't bring fire. just opened up something, but I will explore it in the morning. But I can tell you this. If the cross did not happen, Pentecost will not fall. The people, I'm going to give you a secret now. The people that have the capacity to sustain revival have found out. You have to keep the message of the cross alongside with the message of Pentecost. If you take only Pentecost, that's Azusa, and ignore the cross, very soon your altar will be filled with ashes. It is where the blood has done his work that the fire of God descends. You remember what Elijah asked that day on the altar? He said, give us two bullocks." Is that not what he asked for? Give these guys one. Give us one. Uh-huh. He told, And he himself went and repaired the altar of the Lord that was broken down. What the aircraft is, I mean, what the airport is to the aircraft, that's what the altar is to the glory of God. God has to have a landing place. This is why, even you and I, He made us mobile altar by giving us a heart that can always connect. So that we don't have to wait till we come to church, where there is a church altar or a congregational order corporate altar. No, 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 no. Inside a bus, inside an aircraft, in the market. That thing I saw tonight going from here to the heaven can be going from here into the heavens the Jacob ladder but the key to keeping the heart in a state that fire can always fall on it is the blood make atonement for yourself and make atonement for the people of Israel a priest does that for himself first Because when his fire goes off, he can't help the people. If you go towards the ending, go towards the ending of that chapter. I think verse 21, for example. You know, go towards the ending. Go further, towards the ending, the last three verses. I just want to show you something. And Aaron, Aaron lifted up his hand. He has finished offering the sacrifice towards the people and blessed them and came down from offering the sin offering and the burnt offering and the peace offering. Then look at verse 23. And Moses and Aaron went into the tabernacle on the congregation and came out and blessed the people. What happened? The glory of the Lord appeared to how many people? To how many people? The first human being that brought three million people and caused them to meet God physically was Moses. This is what, when I told you Exodus 19 to 24, this is what Moses did. God came down physically, fire came down the whole Mount Sinai. How many of you want to be men and women that carry God's presence? How many of you want to be rainmakers in the kingdom? Men that are revived everywhere. You see what apostle was showing on those kind of men. Everywhere they go, they turn cities upside down. They turn nations upside down. Men that God can depend on to bring recovery, restoration. There is a secret to that. You have to preach the cross. You have to preach Christ crucified and resurrected. And then move from there to the revelation of the Holy Spirit. And tomorrow we'll talk about the Holy Spirit. There are all kinds of things that have come up in these last days, and we have dropped the two that saves the gospel. Is the power of God unto salvation to every individual, to every family, to every community, to every nation that believes? It still saves that power, it still has its cutting edge. But of course, there are now substitute gospel, all kinds of nonsense, prophesying all sorts of nonsense, feeding people with fear, and sometimes people. Like to go to those prophets of Baal. To get inoculated with fear. It is your uncle in the village. It is your grandmother. It is your grandmother is killing you now that you are in Lagos. She have killed you when you were a baby. Why will she wait till you are now 40? Why will she wait now? Am I saying we don't have village people? I know we have them. But why are you bothered about them? Is that not the first authority we are given that we shall cast our word? How can fire be having issue with wood and stubble? How can elephant, I mean lions, be having meeting and a rabbit come there to come and say, I want to share meat. What, what, What 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 is all that? What's the meaning of that? Behold, I give unto you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the powers of the enemy and nothing, and nothing shall by enemies hurt you. I can crocodiles be sharing meat and the goats come there to say I'm struggling with them. Don't you know what will happen to the goats? Somebody in the village is the reason you are not having peace in Lagos. My, my friend, it's time we grow up. Uh, tell me, help me tell your friend, tell him grow up, grow up, grow up, grow up. Mm. You can leave that realm for babies. We can, we, can, we can understand baby Christians, yes. Because listen, when God gives you a Moses, it's a prophecy. Whatever you see in him can be on you. If you just learn the principle of access, the principle of connection, the secret of power is connection. If this is generator and it's generating power, you don't have to generate again. Just plug. Just plug in. It's connection. It's connection. The kind is generating. You don't have to bother again. Plug into power. And that's why you are taught honor. You learn service. You learn loyalty you learn followership the relationship between a father and the son is lifetime there is a sonship model in ministry there is a servant model when god gives you a spiritual leadership is don't make him your tax. is your father spiritual father that's what it is i hear some people talking trash on the internet talking nonsense but you forget that what you have in the family is what god is using as a model to build a church church is a family So just like you have in your home, that's how it is. eh? We have big sisters, we have younger sisters, we have brothers, we have younger ones. Younger ones you help to look after. Hmm? But the same way you have fathers, you have mothers. That's why Paul could say, (laughs) you may have 10,000 instructors, you can have the pastor Davis and co come and preach, but you only have one father. They have passed me through so many instructors growing up. Primary school teachers, university professors. I didn't change family because I met a professor. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I'm still bearing my father's name. I know where I'm from. This is the natural, but that's how it is in the spiritual. So the Lord taught me, he said, That thing that Elijah did, when I gave him the correction, I told him, you're not the only one left. I have 7,000, but you need to pass this mantle. That thing he did. He said, that's what I did. It wasn't long after they killed John, Herod set his eyes on me. And then all kinds of problems started rising everywhere. And Herod told people. He said, it's John the Baptist that I beheaded. He looks like he has risen from the dead. That's why these miracles are happening. Don't worry. So the Lord said, I look for 12 men. And pass the thing on them. The Bible said, and he called 12 of his disciples. And gave them power. It wasn't long. I found 70 others. I passed the thing on them. He said, "Don't ever get that on- narrow mind-minded understanding that is only one person that will get your anointing." He said, "You can pass it to a thousand people, you can pass it to hundred thousand people, but once they qualify for it, you know, if I come here with one candle that has fire, light, and you all come with candles, no light, I can take this candle." after i have lit all your candle nothing happens to my fire It's still my fire fire does not diminish because it's passed to another person And uh, did you hear what i just said fire can start in this small place and by the time it has burned down the whole street it has not diminished it only gets more, multiplied are you hearing what i'm saying corporate anointing is more powerful than individual anointing so that's where um, another major breakthrough now occurred for me in ministry. So, one billionaire comes. That's what I do with my guy. You have to raise 12. You must produce them. I don't deal with uh, Lone Ranger in anything. One keyboard you are very good. You have to give me 12. If you don't, I'm not going to let you. Because you see, the day you are on traffic, you keep the whole church waiting. The day you are sick, you mess up the whole service. One person that can sing, I saw some very dangerous, you know, worship and praise ministers this night. One Each one, you give me 12. A father labors to a point, there is a time he gets to, it's his children that keeps the family multiplying. Do You know what this man, with the price he has paid, He has manifested. What we are waiting for is your manifestation. We want to see you, Jehu. We want to see you, Elijah. And we want to see you, Hazael. And you know the third guy, Hazael, is economic dominion. Spiritual, political, and economic there you have the triangle of power. Marketplace apostles. I saw my brother, and I honor you tremendously. Pastor Paul of Basil. So I greeted him. I said, Pastor Paul. He said, I'm not a pastor. No, you are. You are not just the pastor after the order of Elijah. You are a pastor in the third order. Marketplace what? Pastors. You come here to get, but you can go and take over the entertainment industry. (laughs) Apostle, something happened in Surrelle. I I used to be in Lagos. I stayed here for seven years. You know, and and I was teaching things like this. So this young guy that was in the entertainment industry, started a Tuesday fellowship in Surulere, And they got this venue, he filled up, they got this other venue. So one day he kept disturbing me, you have to attend and come and bless our people. And I was wondering, you know. And this service holds in the morning, working hours, Tuesday. So one day I decided to go. And when I got there, 6,000 people. And this is what he does all the time. 6,000 people. I, felt, I said, What's going on? Are you doing a program? He said, No, this is what we do every week. You taught me that. Um so he started a program. He called it Cross to Stadium. Using your talent, you know, it was about. Guys. If you do anything talent based, if you see, the, we did one, the whole stadium was filled to the brim. Because something has happened to the value system of the young people. They want to sing, they want to rap, they want to be like David O, they want to be like this. So this is the amount of people. So he provides them training, he provides them all kinds of skill for entertainment and then they bring discipleship program that we do in church and do it for them. Every Tuesday you must do two courses. Bible discipleship. You must do. And this guy if you see the number of people we transited from the kingdom of darkness because of one man that took the anointing and went into the marketplace. That was one. Then another one. One day, I had to preach in Surreal Stadium. This Surreal Stadium. Filled to the brim. It takes me a couple of millions to do one crusade. This time around, the only money we put in was 300,000. What happened? It was football. This is a football, a, a start. One of the ones that helped Nigeria go very far, the international is one of our people. Then he started realizing, uh-oh, I'm not just to play football. I'm also called to reach my world with the gospel, to reach with this area of talent and calling that God has given me. So he, he went. Because I gave, him the, gave the example of Taribo West, who started in the football field. From there, I planted more than two churches. And it was their generation that brought the World Cup back. And this young man formed a team. Next thing, they invited me to come and speak to coaches. They brought about how many local governments. There were clubs already playing in different places. Every Sunday, you are going to church. Look into some of the fields. You see people practicing. They don't go. Time they should be in church is when they are practicing. So we have to take church to them. So it is not the type of pastor that stands on a pulpit on Sunday that can reach them. What I'm telling you is that God needs the whole church to reach the whole world. God needs the whole church to reap the whole harvest. <laughs> so I came there. Just judges, like men, you know, the officials of matches. The people were about 1,600 about, And then I interacted with them. About half of them were Muslims. And you know, each of these, I finish, you make out a call. Every hand is up. And I'm wondering, at this guy, don't you understand what I said? I mean those who want to give their life to Christ. I tell them, bring your hand down. I'm not sure you heard what I said. Those who want to give their life, you see all the hands up. Of course, they, they picked me up at one time. And I was asking, why? What is the problem? I thought you are a Muslim. This Lagos, I'm talking about this Lagos. He said, no. He said, the government has abandoned us, abandoned our talents. We are here roasting. We have clubs. We have boys. And it is you, a pastor, that brought hope to us and invested money in us. What is it that we found that this boy helped us to discover? MTM club, MTM match. They play annually. They are cup. What you win is one hundred fifty thousand. Then one hundred fifty thousand, and that was the highest, apart from the one that government does. They brought one hundred fifty thousand. So different clubs will play. It's the final club that wins that gets that money. So when I heard it, I said just one hundred fifty. He said yes, you can start a league in this Lagos. I said let's make it three hundred. One hundred fifty for the winning club, hundred for the second runner. Fifty for the third. Let's not just give one, and that's how that's the only money. Do you know that these people have their own radio station? They have their own communication. They have their own mobilization. And what we instruct them? Everybody, you go and bring your fans. They, just when they were even playing quarterfinal to semifinal, it was crusade. They had one primary school field, and we we'll come there. We we'll play, drop, do praise and worship. The match starts. Half time. I come and preach. Inside football And make out a call. You will see. You will. I said, Lord, teach me, So, what is it that I have not known? What is it? Why? I haven't cried. Kill me. I've, I've tried. I've suffered. He said, Listen. Equip your Elisha. Equip your Jehu. Equip. Help them. The, and they will bring you the head of Ahab. They will bring you the head of Jezebel. Do you know it was Jehu that finally surrendered the head of Jezebel? the one that the ogre was running from i have collected many heads that i ran for my life from this boy <laughs> brought it i'm talking about the enemy and that's how knockout knockout finally the final it became a major issue a major event I didn't have to print poster. I didn't have to do. That's how in this Aspanda where they sell, is that what they call it, where they sell motor in Lagos. What is, what is that place again? No, it's not Aspanda. Where they sell vehicle. In that market, in the day, I shut down the whole market. I was there preaching. In day, walking day. You see, the one they call trade fair, shut down that place. I was there preaching see my market I was standing on top of the and how will I go convince all matter or last matter guys one of them you see a bar what do they call it Ariel. inside the market preaching one of them am I talking about banks or companies? You see, the man has paid his dues. What's this particular conference? God sent me here to come and talk to the Elijahs in the house, to come and talk to the Jehus in the house, to come and talk to the Hazar, the souls in the house. You are the next level of these mandates. There is another level of victory that is going to come when you wake up and realize that you have a place. <laughs> He said, I and the children, the Lord God has given me, we are for signs and wonders in Israel. It is not for one generation only. I watched it in the program, in that video. You see how that torch was being passed. It's called generational transition. You are next in line for a major move of God in this season, can I hear you say amen you go to history study it, that's why the history of what God has done with you must be preserved, in video in book, somebody must take time and write it, all the exploit, because that's the key to igniting the next generation you catch a vision of your future but you go to god's word and learn principles for living you see in history you find two major records mighty things that god did miracles the bible is filled with miracles records dividing the rest bringing glory that all kinds of things that god has done but in history you also find the men he used to do it and you find two kinds of men isaac and jacob there's always two the one that followed God's principles and they arrived at their destination. The ones that violated that principle and it destroyed them and landed them where they didn't want to go. The purpose of the teachings and the principles is to let you know that what we are teaching you, if you choose to violate it, there are people. Look in history and see people who followed your path. If you want to be the rebellious son, go and study about Lucifer. Study about Korah. Study about Absalom. That part you are trying to travel, people have traveled it. See where he ended them. If you want to learn the part of righteousness, the part of integrity, the part of honor, go back in history and watch people like Joseph. Watch other men and righteous men and women of God. You see how they ended up in glory. Don't repeat mistakes that has destroyed lives in the past and is still destroying today. Lay wisdom from the records of those men, and even apostle will tell you, even in this revival history, we have his son, Jacob. You also see mighty men of God, God anointed. Who sold their oil for a plate of porridge. And they became bywords. You also see faithful men of God. Who were faithful to the one that called them. And faithful to their calling. You see how God honored them. History keeps those two accounts. So that you will not repeat the mistakes. So that you can find the path of righteousness and follow it. Jeremiah chapter 6 said, look for the old paths. Go back and check the record. Look for the old path where there is life. Walk therein and you will find rest for your soul. So you see the example of faithful men like this. That's what I follow. I follow men that have been tested by time. Not yesterday boys who just emerged. I will allow you, let God test you first. Let time test you. Men that have fought battles. And they are still standing. See, loyal to God and loyal to the God. Those are my heroes. And those are the Bible heroes. You have a Patriarch in your midst. And not just in your midst. As the covering over this mandate. Don't take it for granted. There are not many around. Learn the principle of honor. So that the mantle can pass down to you. Learn service. Learn followership. Learn loyalty. Learn loyalty. Learn faithfulness. It is no position. It's not visibility that God rewards. What he rewards is faithfulness. What God rewards is loyalty. What God rewards is faithfulness. Thank God for talent. He can take you so far. But faithfulness. 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 God does not pay every weekend. But where he pays, he settles for the past, present, and future. God bless you. I will see you tomorrow. day here. <laughs> glory to God. Thank you so much, Dr. David. We expect you tomorrow morning. Man, we had a wonderful time this morning, didn't we? Yeah. Then uh, tomorrow by 11, our glory hour, Ebuka will be there tomorrow.